Kelly Jordan. Putting your husband to the test. That's what we have up today in Am I Wrong? As we are joined by Amanda today. Amanda, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Um, so I want to tell my husband um, not to get me anything for Valentine's Day, but I actually do want something for Valentine's Day, so I want to see if he'll really listen to me or not. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I just want to put him to the test to see if he knows me and knows better. Now, Amanda, how long have you guys been married? Uh, four years. And has he really, like, messed up Valentine's Day in the past? Or what's going on? Uh, no, but he, um, you know, like, I think that he responds to, like, the the pressure, the outside influences. And I want to see, like, does he actually want to do this on his own? But why put him to the test? And then, what, so what if he, if he doesn't get you anything, you're going to be mad at him. But he's sitting there thinking that you don't want him to get him and get you anything. I mean, it's not that I need a material thing, but it's just like, is he going to do something? You know, is he going to make a at least acknowledge the day and like do something for us, or is he going to say, okay, well, you don't want anything, so we're just going to go to the grocery store today? So this <laughs> is that logic where it's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. When you're really not fine, type of thing. Is that what I'm getting at? Um. No. <laughs> no, no, I got you, girl. So, Amanda, this was kind of like in the breakup, wasn't it, where she's like, I want you to want to do the dishes. So you're saying he's <laughs> yeah. feeling like this pressure to do this. You just want to see if he will do this out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah, exactly. Like, does he actually care about this, not there, just for me? There is not a single man on this planet of Earth that we live on that would ever pull a scheme like this. No. They're just not... <laughs> no. Like, I, I am so, like, confused as to what the gain is. Like, what is the what is the win here? <laughs> we just, you know, as women, we just think more than you guys do, so we'd like to know all of the details. You're going to label this as thinking? Overthinking. <laughs> Overthinking. I, yeah. Thinking about This it. is... No, this is conniving. This isn't thinking. I this can, is conspiring. I can kind of see... Her logic, though. Yeah, you're part of the problem, <laughs> man. <laughs> Bingo. You are part of the problem. How about this? Here's a here's something that you guys have maybe never thought of before. How about just be honest and straightforward with your man so he's not having to jump through hoops to prove his love to you, and he can maybe enjoy his life for five seconds. Aww. Take it easy, Kelly. All right, everyone just calm down. <laughs> everyone calm down. We're getting a little too hot. It's bent out of shape. Here. So Amanda married four years. Your husband feels pressure to do something nice every Valentine's Day. And you just want to see, does he really care and love you to show that? I, I get that. Okay. How? <laughs> yeah, like, does he care about this holiday as well? Like, No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Not a single guy on earth cares about this holiday, but we do it for you. Uh, Ke- Kelly, take a time out. Take right, everyone, a breath. <laughs> everyone calm down. Now, Amanda, question. Is your husband any good at Christmas shopping? Um, He's okay. Okay, like, yeah. He, you know, like. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, so you have low hopes for this Valentine's Day based on his Christmas <laughs> shopping abilities. I, I guess so. <laughs> Do you love everything else about him? Of course. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. Why not make it easy on him and just be honest and straightforward? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know what, Amanda? This is what Am I Wrong was built for. So we're going to put you on hold right now. I mean, you got Chelsea on your side. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, two to. Two to one I'm in the to, studio. I'm trying to help my girl. Sisters here. are doing it for themselves. <laughs>
So you got Chelsea one over, but I don't know about the rest of everybody else listening right now. So we're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls. You'll be able to hear all the text. And we'll find out, are you wrong for telling your husband, no, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day when you truly want something for Valentine's Day? So hold on, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. 320-656-9453. Let's get your calls and get your texts in here. We got a lot of people sitting on hold, too. We're going to go to you next. You say you do this, too? Yeah, I guess I say that all the time. Oh, my gosh. Is it every woman? (laughs) All right, hold on. We'll get to you next. With Kelly Jordan. Is it wrong to put your husband to the test? Meaning Amanda is sitting on hold right now for Am I Wrong? And she wants to tell her husband, no, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day. When in reality, she does want something, but she just wants to see if he'll get her something. Oh, I, even recapping it. And Chelsea, I give you credit for being on her side. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I agree games are dumb, but you know what? I'm just being honest that we play these things. We do these things. Well, we got someone on hold who says that they've done this before, too. You have? Well. I mean, you know, deep down you do really want something, but it's like sometimes they don't get you the right thing. You know what I mean? I <laughs> do like know what you anymore. mean, but I don't understand the games. I don't. I'm having no. a hard time, Chelsea, <laughs> wrapping my head around the the mind game of it. I don't. I I just don't get it. We just want you to want to do something nice. We just want the attention without having to ask for it and just to be right. showered with Are love. They, and they. I think a man shouldn't have to ask. Just do it. Yeah. Either way, just do it. Okay. Don't but, even okay. ask. Like Nike. Just do no, it. Not that you have to ask, <laughs> but when you blatantly come out and say, don't get me something, that's not, that's the opposite of asking. Right. I don't know. You know, sometimes if you say that, then I mean mean it then. Don't don't really want something. And also, Shannon, I mean, didn't our moms kind of teach us this? Because if if women go around just asking for stuff all the time, like asking for diamonds, asking for chocolate, asking for new cars, I mean, doesn't that make us look kind of like, yeah. So, you know, moms would do this all the time. I don't want anything. Uh, You get her something anyways. Query. Again, this is not asking for something (laughs) or not asking for something. It's saying, don't get me anything. I, I think that's what we're having the disconnect here. You're taking it too literal. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Black and white. Get you something, don't get you something. Don't, you choose. Don't get me anything. Don't get me anything. But you don't mean that. Wink, 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 yeah. wink. Sometimes. Sometimes, though. It depends on the mood. <laughs> it's bad enough I have to deal with this stuff at home. Now I'm going to come to work and deal with it. Second guessing right. everything. All right, thank you for the phone call. <laughs> Brian Riley, you're being suspiciously quiet over because there. Because this is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, and may I clarify, we have two Valentine's Day haters right here in the room. <laughs> for reasons like this. Look, I'm not trying to sleep on the couch for no reason. <laughs> I like the couch. Holy cow, we got so many texts coming in. Oh. Do any of these texts stand out to you, Chelsea? Yeah, setting up the poor guy for failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie says, hey, what are we, like 10 years old? Lots of games. This is slimy. They, they're saying, oh, this is harsh. Ryan says Amanda's a terrible person. Oh, come on. She's um, not a this one, This one cracked me up. I don't know who sent this in, but this is classic first wife move. Oh, <laughs> Just play with snap. fire. It's true. You go through a divorce, you, you learn. You grow up a little bit. You learn to drop your standards really low for men. Stop playing um, in mind games. Stop playing mind games. There's no way to win. Jen's getting mad. She's getting big mad. What did Jen say? She says, I'm getting mad. 
That's all she's saying. She said, big man? And, yeah, yeah. and then somebody said, um, you know, hey, she's going to get what she asks for, and that's nothing. That's but then on she's going to be mad. All right. So let's do this. We'll take some more calls, some more tags. Keep them coming. 320-656-9453. We got Amanda sitting on hold. Is it wrong to put your husband to the test? Tell him, don't get me anything, when in reality you want something. We got your judgment coming up next. With Kelly Jordan. Amanda's sitting on hold right now, waiting on her judgment because she told her husband, don't get me anything. In reality, she won something for Valentine's Day. The texts are hot today. I had to step back from the screen. A lot what, of angst. What do you What do you see there, Chelsea? There's Anything? Like a lot of people saying, just oh, she should just get divorce papers for Valentine's Day. <laughs> that, that seems a little hard. I know, I know. A lot of people are saying, you know what, just lower your expectations. You won't be disappointed. Men are simple creatures. Stop playing exactly. games. Uh, this guy just says, hey, we're, we're all too dumb to figure this out, so just keep rolling with it. Uh, Joe says the dude needs to run. <laughs> I like that Kelly always always like, oh, the texts are getting hot. He just picked up cigarette smoking just because he's so mad. <laughs> from his little yeah, pocket. From, yeah, he's got one in his pocket just for a moment like this. Had to break the glass for it. Look, we all just need to calm down, yeah. okay? Breathe. Breathe. I just, I, I can't, I can't deal with it. I just can't. The he's mind games. Gonna go for a second cigarette here soon. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. We have one caller sitting on hold still. We'll get her. She says she does this too. Oh, my gosh. And then we have Amanda's judgment coming up. You do this, too? I feel like I have been guilty of this before. But... Every every but, woman that we've talked to, from Chelsea to... I forgot what the last caller's name was. Everybody has said that they've done this. Why? Why? Because I feel like... I, I mean, I don't need anything. But if he got me something, it would be a nice gesture. Then just say nothing. Don't say, don't get yeah. me something. Just say nothing, and we'll get you something. Wait, what? Because she's saying that she says, don't get me something because she doesn't really need anything. It's like, okay, then just say nothing. I think, I think. Like, don't say, like, I I mean, remain silent. That's what I mean. Sarah, I think we do say, oh, I don't, I don't need anything, which is true. We're not lying, but we still want the nice gesture. As no one understood, men don't right. understand women talk, right? Like, when you say right. things, we take what you say. My we're, face we're, hurts right now if we're not, trying to understand all this. I don't know. My dad understands the rules. <laughs> yeah, but how old is he? He's 69. Yeah, yeah. he's had the life beat out of him by years of having to jump through these hoops. He just always knows. Just get her something. Just do the opposite. <laughs> so you don't think that she's wrong for playing I, these mind games? I mean... I don't know. She's not wrong, but is it right either? I don't know. <laughs> We're getting Oh, deep. man. We're getting now, you're, now you're really hurting my head. Yeah, I... I'm not really sure either. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. We, we got to get Amanda back on phone now and give her her judgment. Are you ready for this? Oh, please. <laughs> all right, Amanda, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? <laughs> Aside from Chelsea being on your side, pretty much everybody else says you're wrong for this one. Ouch. Wow. Okay. What did you expect? <laughs> We have a very honest audience. They don't like they don't like mind games. I mean, I'm all for the honesty, but come on. You know, like I I have anxiety over holidays because of buying gifts for my wife. You said specifically even Valentine's Day. Right. So because I never know the right dollar amount to spend and and all and I just don't know what she wants and I, I, more I, than one. <laughs> I, I love my wife to death, but I hate Valentine's Day so much because of that reason. So if she were to come to me and be like, "Hey, just let's not do anything this year." I'd be like, "Oh, thank you. That is the best gift you could have gotten." Me. Would you really trust that though, Kelly? Probably not anymore. Yeah, no, no chance. <laughs> not anymore. No See? chance. See? So, Amanda, are you still going to go through with this? 
Uh, maybe you guys give me something to think about. <laughs> okay. So you're still going to go through with this is what I'm guessing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe I'm reconsidering. But now she's at least just going to think about it. <laughs> you know what I've done in the past, Amanda? Because all my exes sucked at Valentine's Day. Every single one. I just took that steering what? wheel in my own hands and I just made it my day. I cooked seafood, bought myself chocolate, bought myself flowers. He just sat there and looked pretty, and we were all happy. <laughs> okay, I like it. I don't think Amanda's <laughs> going to go for that, though. Because you weren't trying to play mind games. I'm... You were just like, to hell with it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> she's trying to... I'm an independent yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to plant mental grenades in her husband's head. Those, you buy yourself flowers, and they start to ask, who bought you those? Yeah. <laughs> More mind games, yeah. You play Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to do if he doesn't get you anything? And he'll be like, you said don't get me anything. What are you going to do? Um, it's okay. I, I, it's not, I'm not going to be upset. I just, it's just kind of like, let's just see what's the truth here. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm just upset. Right, I'm just yeah, upset. We know we'll what that means. there's a fifth Valentine's And then he'll be like, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. You mad? What's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> then two hours later, well, why didn't you get me? All right. <laughs> I'm getting into my own thing. Too. Here we go, Kelly. Take yeah. it easy. Amanda, we wish you a happy Valentine's Day and good luck with all that. Thank you. So happy to have a segment be over on the radio in in my long illustrious radio career. I think we can all say we learned something here. What? Every guy stinks at Valentine's Day, just not one guy. And Chelsea's going to stick up for ladies no matter what. The consensus I got is that when it comes to men, just drop your standards and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> is that such bad advice? Sounds about right. It's all good. All right. That was fun. Thank you to everyone who called and texted in this morning. That was a lot of fun. Kelly Jordan. It is now time to play another round of Drunk Dial. I believe that we have Sarah on the phone who is ready to play this morning. Sarah, you calling in to play Drunk Dial? Yeah. All right. So I was out and about amongst people who had had some drinks. I asked them some simple trivia questions. I'm going to give you those same trivia questions. You can either answer them yourself or you can Drunk Dial and guess whether that person got it right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Does that all make sense? It does. All right. Here is the first question asked in Drunk Dial. By law, every Kentucky citizen must do this at least once a year. All right. Did you hear the question? Um, yeah. Now, do you want to answer that, or do you want to Drunk Dial and guess whether they got it right or wrong? I'm going to Drunk Dial. You think they got I it? think she's going to get it wrong. You think she's going to get it wrong? <laughs> all right. Let's see what happened. Every Kentucky citizen must do this at least once a year. Kentucky citizen must do this once a year. My mind was really dirty. Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. They must, every citizen must go to the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby. Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. All, all of them. <laughs> they don't, yes, all of them. Don't segregate. Yes. Yeah. That's incorrect. Damn it. The, that correct answer is take a bath. <laughs> once a year? Once a year, yeah. Holy! Whether they need it or not. (laughs) That's one of those odd, you know, things that's on the rule books, but I I don't think anyone follows it. But these are official questions, so you got that one right. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Here's the next question I asked. Georgia has a law that prevents chickens from doing what? Boy, I asked a lot of law questions on this one. So yeah, no kidding. My, well, uh, my bad. I'm gonna drunk. I'm gonna drunk dial again. You think they got you on drunk dial? You think she got it right or wrong? 
just because you think. I think she got it wrong again. All right, you just got to get two out of three. This could do it for you. Georgia has a law that prevents chickens from doing what? Balking. What's that? Balking. Balking? Yeah. Or is that a bird? Well, a chicken is a bird, I think. Yeah, right. I'd have to look up. I'd have to look it up, but I think it is a bird. Yeah, I think so. So that's right. Have you been drinking today? A little bit. I'm not the one on trial here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going on air. I want to know. The correct answer is crossing the road. (laughs) Yeah, she got that one wrong, too. You're doing really good at this. All right. <laughs> so you just won drunk dial. Do you want to see if you can go for a clean sweep? Sure. Here is the last question. You know, on a pair of jeans, the little pocket? Yeah. What was that pocket originally designed for? You want to answer that? Or you want to drunk dial and see if she got it right or wrong? I'm going to drunk dial again. I'm interested to see her answer. <laughs> you too. You think she got it wrong? Um, yeah, I think she got it wrong. Again. All right, let's see. You know, on a pair of jeans, the little pocket? Yeah. What was that pocket originally designed for? Cigarettes. 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 Yeah. Are you a smoker? Was. Okay. How long have you been off the juice? Closet. Closet smoker. <laughs> the correct answer is a pocket watch. That was a really good rem- but I can tell you need a cigarette, so you might want to step outside. <laughs> Man, you did it. That's what we call a clean sweep and drunk dial. Oh, man. She had some good answers. She did. <laughs> they were all wrong, but, man, they were entertaining. Yes, I agree. So a lot and uh, tons of people texting in songs that they love to hear by Toby Keith. We can probably get to all of these this morning. I love that. Yes. Uh, Marlene texted, we lost a great one. So sad. Loved his music. This was the first country star that my mom had a rip-roaring crush on. I can see that. Oh, yeah. And, he, he was like a man's man kind of oh, tough yeah. guy. He was He was a cowboy. He was a he's an Oklahoma yeah. native. Oh, um, that's, that's a song I want to hear later on. Should have been a cowboy. Oh, yeah. That song reminds me of living in Texas. Going to this small town called called Fredericksburg, Texas, and yeah. I loved it. And I just that song reminds me of driving out there. So later on, we'll hear that one too. Have to Whiskey Girl. That yes. was my anthem. <laughs> and Ooh. of course, a great American. Oh, yeah. his songs that brought our country together in so many times of turmoil. I'm I'm still trying to process this, Kelly. It's it's wild, yeah. Because when you walked in, I was like, sad morning. You're like, what's going on? I was like, oh man, Toby Keith passed away. And I just sat right down. I'm like, what? I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know until I got to work today. I looked and I was like, oh, are you? And then like you got to check a million different things because you never know these days if it's true or not. And sure enough, man. So definitely a bummer morning this morning. And but we're going to celebrate. We we, we celebrate the life of Toby Keith today. You said you want to hear American Soldier next. I do. I will definitely listen to that one next for sure. Uh, I got a question for you, Chelsea, though, off the subject of Toby Keith for okay. a second. Do you fall asleep with the television on? No. It is bad for you, isn't oh, it? Oh, I hate it. it. It keeps me awake, and then I hear commercials, and I wake up again. You're like, yeah. I need that. I need silence. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to get that. Yeah, I, I found something, because I have a hard time falling asleep without the TV on. Otherwise, my mind is just racing oh. as I'm laying there. So that's like your, you can really drown that out? Uh, well, I turn it really, really low. And I want to tell you these videos that I've found that have helped me fall asleep so well lately. I used to listen to these videos that, like YouTube. I could, I could only have YouTube 
and that would be all I would need. Wow. I don't need yeah. Netflix, Hulu, any of that stuff. You're with 70% of Americans. Right. It's the number one streaming service now, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. So either way, I last night I was like, you know what's really cozy to fall asleep to? Have you seen these videos where people will go camping and like 40 below zero and they'll do it in like these things called hot tents. So they got like a little fire going inside their tent <laughs> and they're making dinner in there and stuff. Have you seen these videos? I, I'm an outdoor girl. And that just sounds awful. Oh, it sounds. <laughs> oh, like the igloos you mean? Well, it's, I mean, they're like, a, they call them a hot tent. You would probably yeah. know, you would probably know better. You can than, see, you can see through the walls, all right? Like you can see no, the stars? No, not those. Not oh. those. These are, these are enclosed, but you can have, a, you have a little wood burning stove on the inside and you run a, you run a vent pipe out the side. They called a sauna? Like a, the sauna. <laughs> Is it the sauna? No, but you could probably turn one into one pretty easy. <laughs> but I was like, these videos are so cozy because it's usually people camping on their own. Yeah. And you just hear the sound of the snow crunching and then they get a little fire going inside of their tent. And then they're making dinner or making breakfast or making coffee. <laughs> and that puts you to sleep. That it, helps you sleep. It's so cozy. Last <laughs> night, like, because last night I fell asleep and I woke up. I was like, oh, he's getting a fire going. <laughs> oh, I'll just, just go back to sleep here. Those are the coziest videos on the internet is people camping in 40 below zero. Now, <laughs> Doing Gosh. it sounds terrible. See, my anxiety would go way up. I'm like, oh, got to throw another log on. Got to throw another log it's gonna on. It's going to be freezing. You're going to freeze. You're going to freeze. Death. You're going to get stuck to the wall. That happened to me ice fishing one time. So that would. You stuck to the wall? I did because we let the fire die and it was 50 below outside. Oh, gross. Great ice fishing, though. I mean, it was solid. Gross. Yeah, so <laughs> I, don't, I think that video wouldn't have helped you sleep. I don't know how people do it. Like, our very own Brian Riley. Goes ice fishing all the time. And he's out there like, it's like 55 degrees. He's out there on the ice. I'm like, dude, we're going to lose you. I don't want to put that, I don't want to put that juju in the universe, but. No, no, no. He's got his little bucket. He goes out there. But that's what I was going to say. He'll go out there in crazy temperatures. And he's just got one of those tents that you like pull over the top of you. Pop up. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I'll watch it on YouTube, but I don't want to actually, I don't want to actually, yeah, I don't want to actually feel those temperatures. But man, I love those videos. Those, and have you seen the stealth camping videos? What is that? What is stealth camping? Allow me to introduce you to stealth camping. So it'll be like people will say like refurbish a van so that they can camp in it, right? And then they'll just go park on like the streets of Detroit or something and spend the night there on the streets of Detroit. Or there's a guy who lives in Canada who will be like, I'm going to spend the night on this roundabout. So he'll like he'll find a roundabout with a bunch of brush growing on it, and he'll spend the night camping there. I mean, I know the CIA does this for other purposes. You know, they stealth camp. They stealth camp. Well, yeah, they're like in that little van on the corner. Well, well now you're gonna have me double checking every van that I see parked on a roundabout. So those in stealth camp, <laughs> camping in forty below, stealth camping. So camping in in, yet I don't in li- plain sight. Hidden, right. but in plain sight. Right. They'll like go camp behind a Walmart in the middle of <laughs> Chicago or something. Now, why? I don't know. Kelly, I think that's called homelessness. No, <laughs> it's not. They got millions of YouTube views. If they're homeless, they're not doing it right. Stealth camping. They I'm going to go get some McDonald's and I'm going to come back to the car. They got to monetize their channel if they're homeless because <laughs> they're getting millions of views. But you watch anyway, a lot of YouTube. If I do. I watch only when I go to bed at night. I, I don't ever watch TV <laughs> until it's time to go to bed. That's my only free time in my life. But yeah, I, that's that's my those are my new favorite. So stealth camp. If you got a channel that has those kind of videos on it, tell I'll subscribe. I'll, I'll throw you. I'll throw you a sub. All right. Are you ready to do some history, Chelsea? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. I wish I was like you and could fall asleep without the TV on. Yeah. I just can't do it. It's hard for me to fall asleep. 
Even getting up early to do the show, it's still hard to no, fall asleep? That, no, because I'm up and my dogs are going, so it's all good. Okay, But I'm saying at night, it's still hard for you to fall asleep, even though yeah. you're getting up early as heck? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. I know. Melatonin? It's all good. Yeah, I got my mellies. Okay. My gummies. You know, most people take too much. Do you know that? That's okay. You should take like a half an ounce or a half a millimeter or whatever it's called. <laughs> half an ounce. A little half an ounce <laughs> right before you go to bed. All right, come on. Here we go. On this day, Chelsea, all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1935. How did I make it big? I know how to play the game. I buy real estate, hotels, fancy cars, even railroads, and I take chances to make it big. Uh-oh. It's an old commercial. I'm Monopoly Game. Monopoly. Monopoly. It went on sale on this day in 1935, and it actually came out as a way to teach people how to make it in big finance. Like It was supposed to be like a teaching game. And then it became, we, we have like 17 different versions of Monopoly in our house. They're pretty cool. Um, I flip a lot of tables during Monopoly, I'm not going to lie. And have you ever played the Cheaters Edition? I I thought that's just how I play. Well, <laughs> What's the cheat? Maybe I'd like the Cheaters version. I don't I don't like to, see, I don't like to cheat because I like to play by the rules. I'd like to make it to heaven someday, so I play by the rules. How long does it time. take you to play Monopoly then, like 10 hours? A long time. Well, they have different versions of it now. Like my son has one that comes with like this, it looks like an Alexa almost, but it's a top oh. hat. And it kind of plays the game for you, so you can't cheat. And those games like are maybe forty five minutes. It just tells boom, you how boom, much boom. you. So you can't like accidentally like push Hide the dice, like, right. push the dice over, and be like, "Yeah, I never make it past buying the houses, hotels, all that other junk. I just like going round and around collecting my two hundred dollars and trying not to get into jail." You gotta, you gotta have a. If you're gonna bust out a real game of Monopoly, you need a dedicated table for it for at least three or four days, right? Because because it's just it takes forever to finish true, a game of Monopoly. True story. It was on this day in 1988, an iconic moment in sports happened. Now, Michael Jordan told me he had something special. He may be trying to take off from the free throw line, a la Julius Irving. Let's see what happens. Michael Jordan made his signature slam dunk from the free throw line, inspiring the Air Jordan logo. Yes. So that was yes. well, that was a big deal. But I remember when the NBA All-Star Weekend used to be a huge deal. And then isn't that all you wanted to do was slam dunks? Oh, yeah. And then he came back in Space Jam with Bugs Bunny, and it just, everybody went wild. It was a good time, man. That's why we could go find parks that had hoops that were like at seven feet. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So we, got, <laughs> so we could Air Jordan it. <laughs> so cool. In 2014. Boy, this is the hard part. I want to thank you, the audience. You folks have been just incredibly loyal. <laughs> this is tricky. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't be on the air without you people. Secondly, this has been the greatest 22 years of my life. <laughs> Jay Leno retired on this day all the way back in 2014. Sad. That was sad. His his going away speech was more sad than Johnny Carson's. Because you don't want to give up what you love. No, you don't. Not at all. That's why I plan to be here till the day I die. So I hope you're ready. I'll be right around the corner. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Just waiting for me to move. With my coffee. Finally, he's out of the way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can do the show I want to do. Uh, all right, let's do some birthdays. Are you ready, Chelsea? Okay. Tell me how old this guy is. I know we're a country station, but... No, this is cold. I watched a micro-documentary on this song. Micro-documentary? It was like a 10-minute like documentary Perfect. on this song. And uh, he was talking about when they filmed the music video for it. Yeah. They, just, they weren't ready for it to be a hit. And MTV was still fairly new at the time. And they were like, we got to get a video on. So he went home. He's like, I grabbed a, a denim shirt, denim pants. Oh, I had gosh. A, I had an overcoat. I threw that on. We grabbed some people off the street. One guy was like, hey, I can do a backflip. They're like, cool. <laughs> 
They're like, cool, we'll put it in the video. Perfect, do done. The do the backflip. It's really funny, though. Like, this iconic video and uh, song was kind of just, like, no one wanted to sign the guy because they didn't think he was white. And they thought that people wouldn't <laughs> like the fact that he was white. That's he had, a lot of bands. Because he had such a soulful voice. Yeah. So he was first, I mean, the thing that there was actually, quote, unquote, black radio back in the day, like, that's when he really, that's where they were playing him. And they were like, oh, my God, this dude is white. He's too soulful. And not only is he white, he's, like, corny looking white. I love Rick Astley. He's good, man. Okay, I'm going to say, oh, geez, is he 68? Oh, man, see, now you're way high on that one. Yeah. You gave him a whole extra decade there. He is only the ripe old age of 58 today. Never going to give you up, though. And, And he hated that song. Like, he hated it oh, because gosh. it was all anyone ever wanted, but now he's, like, re-embraced it. So, like, he's out touring just on that song alone. He could. Because he, like, went and got a real job for a while because he was kind of like a two-hit wonder. Yeah. And then he was like, I have this massive Wait, what's hit. his what's his other hit? It sounds exactly like that song, and I can't think of what it is right now. I can't think. Is it going to give you up? But <laughs> Gave you up. Let's see. Rick Astley. We got... <laughs> We got a cup. Oh, together forever and ever do I. <laughs> together forever You're with you. Yeah. That was his other one oh, right how there. How could I forget that one? But now he tours just off of like those two giant hits because Rick Rowling brought yeah. him back. Yeah. As well, he should. Rick, Rick Rowling started as just an email, too. It was like an email that went around, like a chain email. Oh and that's gosh. how the Rick Roll started. Like, I learned a lot on that Rick documentary. Roll. Rick Roll. All right, we got, I, boy, I'm talking way too much here. See, I got too much caffeine in me. <laughs> All right, also celebrating a birthday today. We'll make this quick. <laughs> Axel Rose, it's yes. his birthday today. Lead singer of Guns N' Roses. How old is old Axel today? Oh, he's, yeah, the Axe. Um, gosh, he's got to be 69, 70. Ah, uh, you're a little high on that one, too. Ah, uh, but not too far. He's 62 today. He looks. He cannot hit the high notes anymore. That's for dang 70. sure. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. Again, if you're just tuning in, uh, Toby Keith did pass away last night uh, at the age of 62. I'm sure we'll cover it a little bit more coming up here in What's Trending. Yeah. And uh, you said you wanted to hear American Soldier because we're going to drop a lot of Toby Keith in the we show. We have too. to. So my brother was deployed three times and that song got me through so much. I He's bet. such a great American. It's just from the heart and it united our country and that was right after 9-11. So. I love it. Perfect way to pay honor to Toby Keith today. Absolutely. So we're, we're just, we're celebrating him the best way that we know how, and that's by playing a bunch of his music today. Oh, he was just such a mover and shaker, iconic. Um, we actually have an interview from The View where he was talking about getting inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I started as a songwriter, and I became an artist later, and I thought if it wouldn't have worked, I'd have still been a songwriter, right. and when it's over someday, I'll still be a songwriter, right. but I show up, and everybody has to do two songs, and somebody does one of yours, famous, and right. then you come out and do one, so Lady Gaga did um, one for another artist, and then they said, who do you want to do yours, and I got Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so just cool. that voice, too, man. Like, that's, that's just, he was huge, man, and very sad today. So some cool things about Toby Keith. He was the son of uh, an Army veteran. We know that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and his first job was actually working the oil fields like his daddy in Oklahoma. He was making fifty grand a year at the age of 18 back in 1979. Dang. And then the oil industry collapsed. And so then he started songwriting. He also did semi-pro football. 
Oh, he did? Well. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a bigger dude. I mean, yeah, six foot four, and he just loved music so much, and he loved his hometown, and then, my gosh, now now we have him today. He has a whole legacy behind him. So what we're doing is, uh, people have been texting in all morning uh, Toby Keith songs that they want to hear. Uh, we're going to play Whiskey Girl next. That one's been getting a lot of texts. Brian Riley, do you have a favorite? Uh, Should have been a Cowboys, number one for oh, me. Oh, that is yeah. a good one. That's number one. That is a good one. All right, well, let's play Whiskey Girl. We're going to come back, and we're going to do a Trash Flash. We're trying it again today. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy. And that's right. Chelsea now has a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the Trash Flash. Oh, Kelly. So in a past life, I was a crime victim advocate, okay? So I I helped a lot of people get harassment restraining orders. This one would have been straight to the top of the charts. It even freaked me out. Are we ready for this? Let's go. All right. So there was a pilot accused of stalking a woman with his plane. And he was finally arrested for violating an order for protection. So how was he stalking her with the plane? Brian's face. Like doing lo- like flyovers or house? How okay. was he doing it? Yeah, so she got this order for protection against this guy. They broke up. All right, things are going... There he is in his Cessna. Things were going south. He didn't get the clue. Hey, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. He was showing up at her work, showing up at her house, right? So he was banned to stay 150 feet away from her at all times. Okay. He thought that he found a loophole. So he fired 151 feet. 65-year-old Michael uh, has an airplane. He's in, he's in New York. And he would then stalk her with his airplane. Now, at first, she thought she was seeing things and hearing things. But how many times do you get followed by an airplane? <laughs> by a little Cessna. To and from work. The Russians are after me. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the freaky thing. This idiot not only is stalking her with this airplane, he's kind of dipping a little low. And that's when she was like, oh, my God, that's my ex. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. As he's following her, <laughs> doing the laps. Another pass. Yeah. Now, here's what's creepy. <laughs> Brian's just laughing. He then... Uh, was posting pictures of her because she had to prove that this was him, that he was actually stalking her. Oh, not, my and God. Not just, and not just flying around, right? Yeah. Because what are the laws in the air? I don't know. So he was taking pictures of her with his phone flying this plane, which you shouldn't you shouldn't be on your phone and fly. And is that a law? I, it, it should be. I, it might be. <laughs> this is how laws are made, dumb people. <laughs> and he posts them on Facebook, said, I'm watching you. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so he was zooming in and he was Finally, finally arrested after all of these mistakes. That story is terrifying. It is super, super creepy. Thank God they got him in jail, though. I know. Lock him up. And he's being held without bail. They're not even giving him bail because I don't know if he's going to use a train next or yeah. what. Yeah, oh, seriously, that dude could have like flown that plane into her house or something. Like, what a what a weirdo. Freaky. My God. All right, we'll give this one a score. How about this? Anytime you have a restraining order against you, you're doing something trashy. Yeah, you got to be. That's got 175 points right there. Now, Chelsea, you don't know this. uh, Being arrested is a standard 75. Oh, okay. 75 points on that. So he gets 75 points for being arrested. Stalking someone with an airplane. Man, that feels trashy to me. Anybody else got a ruling on that? That's pretty trashy. Yeah, I mean, it is. 200 points for stalking someone with an airplane. With an airplane. Another 150 for posting pictures of your stalking activities on social media, idiot. I'm 
watching you. We'll do that. Can you give him 50 points for creativity, though? Because, I mean... Oh, you want me to dock 50? No, give him an extra 50 points oh, okay. for creativity. Because like, I don't know anyone else stocking someone with an airplane. We'll give him extra trash. Yeah, that, I mean, that's... We'll give him 50 points Yeah, give that. him a little extra. How about this? Being in your 60s and still still <laughs> acting like this. Like, not figuring it out by your retirement age. That's make, trashy. Does this make Amanda look good? <laughs> yeah. 125 on that. Okay, this is a good score. You know what? For our second day trying to do the trash flash together, this is a dang good score. Are you ready for this? Today, our gentleman flying his airplane, stalking a woman, earns himself a whopping 775 points. Trashy. All right, we got your happy hour on the way next where we give you a story that might put a smile on your face, but someone's been sitting on hold. After we did the trash flash, this guy said I was doing something trashy. Yeah, and I was like, what is it? I don't know what it was. Was it the Valentine's Day talk? Hello? (laughs) Hey, how trashy is it that somebody just keeps calling it their show? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, he went All right, we'll call it the Chelsea show then. Come on, Kelly. I know you're better than that. Better than what? Be- better than just calling it the, Kel- the well, Kelly okay. Jordan there's, show. There's a science behind it. The science behind it is Chelsea is still new here, and I can't really tell you how ratings are done, or I, I could screw up the whole radio station, but there is some science behind it. What, what, if, she doesn't wanna work, what if she doesn't want to work with me? Well, we- I, I, si- I signed a 10-year contract. I gave you a contract? Wait, hold up. What? Now I'm definitely keeping it my name on the show. That's all I got. Uh, I appreciate Ten the love. contract, then, then you can't be fired. Yeah, I'm sure it'll change down the road. It's been a, what, seven days? So I'm sure it'll change down the road. I'm sure hoping so. Chelsea, I'm enjoying your addition to the program Thank a lot. You. Thank you so much. It's been a blast. We have the greatest job in the world, and I love Kelly. I really do. No matter how many times we beat on each other. <laughs> No matter how much, no matter how much Greg wants you to not like me. <laughs> uh, well, you two have a spectacular day. You too, brother. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right. Aww. So well, it's, it's good that people like you so much. I mean, who cares about the six years I've put in? Remember when I said that Kelly was going to pick up smoking three in the morning? <laughs> He's actually going to act. Think about picking up smoking now. I think. I don't, I don't know what it is about me that people <laughs> just instantly want to beat up on me. I don't know. Is it just? Is it the vibe I put off? I think it's your face. <laughs> he couldn't see my face. We're radio. I just have a hateable face. <laughs> no, Aww. it was a joke, Kelly. You're, I don't know what it is. You're too nice? I, is that geez. a thing? He's got great hair. Someone said, was that Chelsea's dad that called? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It's just, look, here's the thing. I, I don't feel like I need to be anything. The only reason we call it the Kelly Jordan Show is because we didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> We had no idea where we were going with this thing. It's so true. And I, you will never meet someone with less of an ego than me. I, I have negative ego. I mean, that, that's what. That's why that might people, be it. That's why people dislike me. That right might be away. it. Negative because I have negative ego. Negative ego. I need to start having more of an ego. The first time no. I've ever heard someone say negative ego before. No, I'm, turn, no. I'm turning both your mics off. That's the kind of ego I got now. It's Kelly Jordan show. <laughs> All right. I'm sure it'll change if once Chelsea decides if she can put up with me. It's true. Um, been having a lot of discussions with HR. Cool. Am I on the way out now? <laughs> it would totally make sense. Totally makes sense. No. It's going to be. We're not allowed to speak on that. We needed to push all the buttons and it's, do all the it's things. It's going to be Kelly Jordan in the midnight minute. Kelly Jordan, thank you for your service. <laughs> Thanks.
I, I'm relieved now. You know what? I'll leave. I'll leave. Okay. See I'll you. leave. No, you do the thing with the thing. I do. I have to give you happy hour next. And you're going to like this one, Chelsea, being the animal lover that you are. Oh. It's a story about another a canine officer doing something just incredible. This always blows my mind. And I got that story coming up for you next on what used to be called the Kelly Jordan Show for like a week. <laughs> Come up with a good name. How about Chelsea and the rest? <laughs> On the way next. Thank God for this canine officer. It's time for happy hour. Focusing on the good news. I got great news for you. There's few things in life more scary than thinking about one of your children wandering off and not knowing where they are. That that actually happened to me and my wife when we were when our son was I don't know how old he was, maybe 18 months, two years old. Where were you guys at? We were in our backyard and we had a neighbor who was cutting down a tree for us and we didn't see that my son had wandered out of the backyard. Oh my And gosh. it was absolutely terrifying. It only lasted maybe seven minutes, but it was like it, it... I bet it felt like forever. I hate thinking about it because it makes me almost Aww. break out into a sweat. So one of your children missing is about the most terrifying thing ever. We'll add to that freezing cold temperatures. That's exactly what happened in Auburn, Massachusetts on January 31st. Authorities received a call at 8.30 at night saying that a child had wandered away from his home and the parents had absolutely no idea where he was. Well, tons of police officers jumped on the case on this one and were trying to look for him. Well, luckily, Officer Lundgren showed up with his four-legged companion, a canine named Bisa. Yes! Bisa was able to pick up the scent and began to track the boy. Now, here's the crazy thing. It wasn't like the kid was just down the street or anything. Right. Bisa found the scent and tracked the boy for two miles. What? And was able to find him. Now, the boy was frozen. I mean, he was cold. He was still alive. He was still okay. But he had some frostbite and everything else. But luckily, Bisa was able to pick up on his scent and find the child before any real serious injuries happened. Wow. And That's in insane. the cold. Right. Oh, that Think about crazy. that. Like, to track him through the snow and everything else. Yeah. Unbelievable. Dogs man. are amazing. Especially that, I've said it before, like if you ever have the chance to see a canine demonstration, yeah. a canine police officer demonstration, it is just, I, I don't understand how dogs can be that smart. Oh, and they're they're emotionally intelligent. And this is one of the games, um, my dog, when I put it through agility, we played hide and seek. Yeah. And it comes in handy. You think it's just a game, but they're smart. Right. Somebody was saying, we talked about this earlier in the week, and someone was saying, like, you can buy a kit at the store that, like, it keeps your child scent, like... God forbid really? this ever happens. Right. You can let the canine dog smell it, and it has your child's scent, and the canine dog can go looking. You never know, and these are not bad parents. Things just oh, happen. No, Things man. just happen. I'm so glad that little boy was kids safe. Are, kids are slippery, man. They'll get, out from, they'll get out from your watch real quick. Don't blink. Man, this one gave me goosebumps, though. I love these kind of stories. Absolutely love it. And thank goodness there's people like that out there and dogs like that out there and police officers who are willing to help, and you will never see this in the mainstream media. you got to come to a little radio show like this to see something like this. We call it Happy Hour, and it's all thanks to Audio Video Extreme. we got to look at your local news on the way next. Also... A fact that maybe only I find interesting, and maybe it's just me. I hope that you guys find this one interesting, because <laughs> it literally blew my mind when I heard it yesterday. I'm ready. It's about a song. It's not a country song, but I think it's one that we all know. But before we get to any of that stuff, let's do this stuff. Small Town Salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Belle Plaine, Minnesota, population 7,300. And they said, we don't care that it's winter. We're doing a movie in the park this Friday night. Six o'clock at the Hickory Park Shelter. They'll be showing Frozen 2. Anna and Elsa will be there for photo opportunities. And they'll be serving cookies and hot chocolate. Mayor Michael Wallace knows how to entertain his citizens in the wintertime. 
And that's why Belle Plaine, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. All right, it's not a country song, but it's a song we all know. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, we all know the Elton John song, Benny and the Jets, right? Yep. If not, I'm going to play it for you right now. Now, listen close. Now, you're thinking to yourself, well, this was recorded before a live audience, right? Yeah. That's what I always thought. So I learned something. Like, listen, even here where they cheer. So the producer of this song did not like the way that Elton John decided to start it with that slow piano. Okay. So he said, this sounds like the way you would start a song live to get the crowd to get kind of into it. Like warmed up. Right. And then it's like, oh, they hear the first note and they start cheering and they go crazy. That's what the producer was thinking. And he didn't like all the silence that was between it. So he thought, you know what would really make this sound good is a crowd cheering after he hits that first piano note. Well, where do you get where do you get a crowd? I'm so glad you asked. This produ- producer happened to be working on a uh, a Jimmy a Jimi Hendrix record at the same oh. time, a Jimi Hendrix live record. So he asked Jimi Hendrix, "Would you mind if I use some of your crowd noise no way. for this Elton John song that I'm working on called Benny and the Jets?" So he uses it. And the part where the crowd... Well, let me see if I can fast forward. There's a part where the crowd is kind of clapping along. You probably won't be able to hear it. I'm not exactly sure what it is. But he did that because he said crowds in the UK would always kind of clap off beat a little bit. Yeah. Like it they would, is a little bit off. Like they would clap on two and not the one. But anyway, so he did that because he... So he grabbed a song that was dang near the same tempo as Benny and the Jets, got the clapping to match up with the tempo of Benny and the Jets, and then laid that underneath it. So that it, the song would sound like it was in front of a live audience, but that was actually recorded in the studio like that. I always pictured him. So on, did I. On the stage, just flamboyant as all get out doing the song. Right? Sparkles, yeah, yeah. I always wondered who was featured on the song when I was younger. He because he would go high pitch, yeah, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Like that Tina Turner? Who's that? Right. And, and my biggest question is, what are the lyrics? That's a no one knows. I don't even know. I like the song. That's though. that's tomorrow's. Maybe it's just me. I'm gonna read. <laughs> gonna read the lyrics. We're gonna do a spoken word of Benny and the Jets tomorrow. Maybe it's just me. Oh, I love music facts like that. So do I. Because I was looking up. I, I do it all the time randomly. Like something will pop in my head and I'll go through it. I found out that "Born in the USA" Bruce Springsteen yeah. is yes. an anti-American song. Right. It's like an anti-war War. song. Yeah, yeah. It's about the Vietnam War. Yeah. I he, had no idea. He had some feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And if you but then once you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh yeah, this is totally anti-American. And yet everybody's like, yeah. "Born in the yeah. USA." It's the Fourth of July. We're like, play that one. <laughs> well, come, can we end on a happy note though, please? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's so cool that that wasn't even real. That's awesome. Sweet. Thank now, maybe you, you didn't Jimi like Hendrix. this one. Yeah, Jimmy Hend- that's Jimi Hendrix crowd that's cheering in the background. <laughs> maybe you didn't like this one. Maybe you thought that was super boring. If so, I really do apologize because I thought you might have liked it. But I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And you may or may not like that one either. But either way, I'm going to do it. And sometimes I have to say to you that <laughs> maybe it's just me.